is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. It is Monday's Hangover. You're in the mothership with your Studio 22, and of course, the puppet master, the perfectionist, Mark, and Super Mario, Chris Cruz, driving us into the nether regions of insanity. And uh, we're going to have a good time today in the hot seat, my buddy, and our resident assassin, Clint Emerson, <laughs> is in the house. Welcome back to the show. Know. Assassin. Dude, I'm glad you're here. I got tons of stuff to get into with you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> you guys, like, if you've never read a Clint Emerson book, I've read them all. By the way, I don't think there's anything that you've written that I haven't read. You, you might be the only one. I've it's read them all. I mean, it's, it's my it's, one it, fan. Thank and, you. And even <laughs> reference, even reference them. I have some dog-eared. Huh. So it's funny. We had our buddy Spencer Corson on the show a while back, and and Spencer's a friend, and he had written his book, The Safety Trap. And when he was on here, we were talking about you and your book. Oh yeah. And we were laughing because Spencer was like, "If you're having to use the stuff that Clint talks about in his books." You should have read my book. You're already screwed. Right? <laughs> that is, that's pretty funny. It really is. Yeah. So it is like Spencer keeps you from getting in trouble, but once you're in the shit, yeah. you got it. You you're hoping that you have a good memory of the stuff you wrote. So welcome right. back, buddy. How you been? Good. Thanks for having me back, buddy. It's always yeah, good man. to see you. Hang out. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna pick your brain on a few different things later on. I want to remind yeah. everybody that uh, you can go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Uh, we're going to be in Lubbock. Going to be a Thursday night at Lone Star Shooting Sports uh, for a campaign event. Where better to take a gubernatorial candidate and a primary frontrunner than to a place with live rounds? Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, what a great idea. Uh, my security people are like, we're going where? We're, we're going to do what? And so anyway, Lone Star Shooting Sports. You can find the information. Watch Chad.com. Also, Prather2022.com. And uh, Friday night, we're going to be at the Buddy Holly Theater. Uh, this place is gorgeous, Clint. They, you know, every now and then, I, we're blessed to go into some theaters and do live shows. And you're like, it's a cathedral. They built this place in Lubbock. Now, the, the, first, the first place, and, and, like I did, uh, the same builders, same owners, they built this place called the Wagner Noel Theater out in Midland, of all places. That's a cathedral. Hmm. You go in there and you're like, oh, my God, who's singing here? Pavarotti? You know, uh, Andrea Bocelli. I mean, who's coming in here? Barry Manilow. I mean, you know, all of the great songsters. And so uh, you go in there and it's like just awesome. You feel like a stud. You feel like a star. D does your voice automatically just sound It does. Yeah. It does. So like everything. I'm just the sound system, the acoustics and all this. So anyway, we've sold a lot of tickets. Lubbock's always, I've never not sold out in Lubbock, I don't think. So help me do that again. WatchChad.com. It's going to be a super spreader event. Going to be a lot of fun. My buddy Jesse Payton's going to be there opening. <laughs> funny, funny guy. He's there to offend you. I'm there to pick up all the pieces. And, of course, I'm going to bring the band. We're bringing the Ragamuffins. And uh, you guys should know that I spent all day today in the studio recording the audio book for Am I Crazy? So that should be available soon through Humanix Books. If you haven't gotten a copy, be sure to do it wherever books are sold. All the good places, not the least of which, again, WatchChad.com. You can actually go into my store and not only buy some cool stuff, but you can buy an autograph copy, uh, which I've got to head back to the warehouse tonight, sign more. I'm happy to sign them. I keep telling people, Clint, I don't know about what your plan was to like get on the bestseller list because you did it. But mine was I want to make my book consumable. I want to make like perforated pages so you could just wipe your ass with it when you're done with a chapter <laughs> since, the, since yeah. the shelves are bare. Uh -huh. yeah. You know, just just rip it out. And like, I don't like this one on Tulsi Gabbard. I'm going to wipe my ass with her or, or you know, Beto O'Rourke or whatever character we're talking about throughout the book. <laughs> That's a good idea. Just make it consumable. Then you got to buy another one. Yeah. Uh, and this book was delayed by two months being released. Uh, because of the supply chain mm, issue. It's supposed paper, to be out paper issue. Yeah. yeah. 
So the same deal with the lumber going through the roof. Apparently, paper's made from wood as well. So they say. So they say. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know these days. I don't know. Um, God, I miss wood. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I uh, encourage people to get the book, Am I Crazy? It's not, not, not too far off of one of Clint's books, The Right Kind of Crazy. That's right. Which yeah. is a fantastic book. Uh, this book delves into just the insanity of the woke world. His actually makes you ponder in your mind whether or not you got the right stuff. Um, and I don't I, like I got the right stuff mentally. Like, I think I'm just enough sociopath. I don't know that I have the right stuff physically. Like yeah. I listened to one. We'll talk about that. We'll yeah. come back. Like I right. listened to one of your podcasts. And you're like push ups or pull ups. Like you ask all these former SEAL guys. I mean, they're like, yeah, I like pull ups. You know, and I'm like, yeah. F all of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like, uh, like beer or bourbon. Yes. There I, you I, go. That, yeah. like, that I can get yeah. into. Uh, but anyway, tons of stuff. What are we selling today? I like it. Uh, I don't know if you guys are prepared <laughs> or not. Uh, how are you going to survive? It's, it's very fitting that Clint's on the show. You got the holidays coming up. I don't know if you can even survive your family. Uh, what happens when the shortages that are, we're talking about get even worse? Your local grocery store shelves are suddenly empty. What if the power grid goes down? Uh, no drinking water and it's not safe. Uh, have you thought about any of these things? You should think about them. It's time to do it. And that's why we recommend go to preparewithchad.com. Get what you need for the coming tough times, and trust me, they are coming. My Patriot Supply is America's largest preparedness company. Uh, you know us crazy preppers. Everyone used to laugh at preppers. Not anymore. When you go to preparewithchad.com, you'll be amazed at the survival gear you'll find, and you'll know you're in good hands. It's very affordable, too, and your order will be shipped quickly and it will be discreetly delivered to your home. This company is not out of stock like so many others, but you got to hurry because everybody's ordering from My Patriot, My Patriot Supply right now. Don't get left behind. Go to preparewithchad.com. You'll be glad you did. Preparewithchad.com. It's so delicious. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. Clint Emerson. Have you killed anybody lately? No, I, I, I've got a long list that keeps growing. I got a list for you, too. <laughs> yeah, just hand it on over. We'll get to it. So, retired SEAL. Yeah. You only wore the uniform four years, though, right? Is that right? <laughs> 20, yeah. No, I, I, you, I know you were in. Only but like, I, otherwise, if, I'm talking about in uniform. The yeah. rest of it, you were in an underwear getting dropped off on that's the beach right. with a knife that's between right. your that's teeth. That's right, yeah. If you add up all the days that I've actually put a uniform on, you're right. It probably was only four years yeah. of actually wearing a uniform, but the rest of the time... Uh, we have a, we SEAL community have a tendency of trying to stay away from uniforms <laughs> right. as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's why I say, so one of my favorite Clint Emerson stories is, um, every time, and I'm reminded of it every day. Cause I open up my console in my truck and there's my, that Amtec blade that sits there. Oh yeah. And so I texted you and I said, do you like, like, I know you're a fixed blade guy. Do you like Amtec or half face blades? Or you like, and you said, I tend to go with Amtec, you know, and you're like, if I'm going to gut a human being, then that, and I was like, well, I was kind of thinking of a like letter opener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, Bill, they're both works of art. Sure they are. But Amtec is definitely designed. And they're both always out of stock. I mean, the well, business is yeah. good. Yeah. Cause the steel guys. industry is screwed. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that plays a big role with them and. With knives and guns, it's just difficult to get ahead right now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I that, think. It, uh, it, but I, I'll never forget that response. Funny to me. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. uh, so your podcast, you, you've got obviously uh, 100 Deadly Skills. You got the Combat Edition as well. And you got the Right Kind of Crazy, which, yeah. is, which is, God, I, I love telling stories from that book. And, uh, 
And when I talk to Mike Ritland, I love picking on him about specific things that are in the book. Oh, yeah. And things you had to do to Mike. And uh, <laughs> But I love so many of the the illustrations are great. Like, yes, I need pictures, but the illustrations are great in, in the uh, 100 Deadly Skills. But you kind of translated that to the screen. Uh, you've been traveling all over the country. Yeah. Interviewing killers. Right. Deadly people. Yeah. So for Combat Edition, I wanted... I wanted hand to hand. I knew I wanted blade work, you know, <laughs> handgun, rifle. I wanted all of it. And I don't claim to ever be an expert in any one thing, but I know lots of experts. But let me say, though, we're in Vegas, Mark. We're in Vegas and we're sitting there at uh, Guy Fieri's bar or whatever. And, and you're like, I'm oh, yeah. not really a gun guy, I'm a knife guy. You're yeah, like, I've yeah. seen some pictures of your, and I'm like, I've never met anybody who's like, yeah, I'd rather have a blade. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I think a blade is a little, it's, Man, think about it. Would you rather be shot or stabbed to death? I mean, so if it's a bad guy, I'd rather stab him to death. I think shooting yeah. him is the easy way it's the out. easy way out. Yeah. But, and also, you know, with all the different laws and different, you know, philosophies on handguns, it's not that I don't carry one. I do, just like every good Texan should. But the knife, you know, sometimes is probably going to be a better or uh, more creative option you yeah. know depending on what's going on in front of you and as it relates to law enforcement and the night that you're going to spend in jail as soon as you pull a trigger regardless yeah. of whether you're right or wrong uh a knife is sometimes a good workaround so like let's say you're in an active shooter situation like i was with my buddy chad myers he's got jm4 sports uh or i'm sorry jm4 tactical they make some pretty badass holsters and he's got those active shooting scenarios that you go in there with the laser. Like, he'll give you a Glock 17, Glock oh, 19, yeah. and it's got the laser built in. And it shows a video like you're in the bank yeah. or you're in the food court. Yeah. It is kind of pretty savage, the stuff that's there. you got to make a split-second decision. Now, it's kind of cheating because you know you're going to have to shoot something. Something's about to happen. Yeah. Right? It's not like you're at the lubies down here getting, you know, a fried <laughs> cod and that's right. some guy comes in with an AK. Uh, but... In a situation like that, you know that, like, say you're at the Walmart, active shooter happens, and you shoot the guy. Now law enforcement's coming. You just shot somebody. You kind of have to know a position to be in so that you don't get shot yourself, right? So there is right. things to think about. Oh, yeah, yeah. You And you got to think about, like, multiple people responding yeah. to an at one active shooter. And, you know, like here in this in texas you could have five people in one place respond yeah. to that one active shooter and there'd be just straight up chaos yeah. you know between people with guns pointing guns in all different directions and not knowing really where did the first shots come from so it becomes a very complex environment where training 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 has got to be a part of that that concealed carry right yeah you know you have to go out and train it and uh, it's got to be ingrained in you, uh, all of these different scenarios, the gun itself, how you're going to carry it, how you're going to draw it. There's so much that comes with it, a lot of responsibility. But yeah, um, but yeah that's a great point. I mean, you've got to have protocols. The cops will tell you, you know, like as soon as you hear those sirens, you know, a mile away, that's probably a good time to clear and safe your weapon and um, get into a non-threatening position. Like lay face down with your legs crossed and your hands spread yeah, out. I mean, I, you. I probably wouldn't go that far, yeah. but I would certainly make yeah. sure that my hand, you see the palms of my hands, right? right? When those guys come rolling in. Dude, that's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. And it is the world we're living in. That's why I, I do encourage people to get your books, read your books. Your books are fun, funny, entertaining, but there's a very serious point there. Yeah. 
and the videos are great like well you've been traveling around meeting with different folks and yeah, you'll show so, clips on like your instagram but like there's more right and it, it's like good stuff yeah I, I went around to all what i consider badasses so it could be a former Delta Force guy or a SEAL Team 6 guy, but I also added in one percenters, you know, guys that are part of outlaw motorcycle clubs. Right. Um, I even put the first American Ninja in there just because if you're going to do a fighting book, you got to include, you know, Stephen Hayes, yeah. you know. Um, but it's a, it's a variety of skills from different experts all put into one nice little package, you know. So not only are you learning skills, but you're also learning about – these different guys that exist around the country that you can go train with. So it almost becomes like this little reference guide of yeah. like, oh yeah, I want to train with Dom Rosso or, or Pat McNamara mm -hmm. uh, or Bill Rapier. Um, and this is the kind of stuff they do. So you get a little taste, you know, yeah. you get to dip your toe into combatives and then you can go commit all the way to it after you read through the book and figure out what your interests are. And this isn't like somebody is just going out to be, you know, Charles Bronson. It, like you, you got stuff that like you're in a practical situation. Like I can remember some of them, like you know, you, you're in a situation. You're somebody's come, you're being assaulted or somebody's coming at you. You turn, you run, you're firing back like this. You you steal a glance, but you're not trying to hit anything per se. Right. You're just firing back in that direction. Gives you time to evade. Yeah, a lot of the skills that these guys put out is is about creating time. Yeah. You know, and as we know, time can either be an ally or it can be an adversary. Yeah. Ideally, you choose ally. So get time on your side. And so sometimes you've got to be creative with how you respond so that you can create time. Time creates a gap. Gap creates the ability to increase your options. Yeah. And now it's not just one decision that you're looking at. As soon as you get that gap, now you've got multiple decisions. Yeah. And hopefully you pick the right one that allows you to live another day. Yeah, like when I buy my Amtec blades, they come with a practice blade. So so now if I'm like, you know, throwing my elbow into somebody and, and I'm drawing or you know, or how to draw yeah. and then draw your gun at the same time and I'm like, let's use the let's use the practice blade. Right. <laughs> yes, blue. <laughs> You know, and it's, it's cool it's that crazy, he, it's cool that he made his yeah. blades blue for a reason. Because in the military, um, when you're tr training guns, uh, training explosives, they're all painted blue, yeah. which is inert. And so every now and then, we, to, if you want to really f with a new guy yeah. who just got his trident, you take his trident and you paint it blue, <laughs> and then you put it back on his Make uniform. Him inert. He's inert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, yeah. man, dude, it's yeah. a trip. And, and the further, like. I, I've been blessed and fortunate to get to know a lot of folks, a lot of folks in the veteran community, but specifically in special forces, it, it just guys that were operators and the stories are insane. Like I, I never ask, like, you know, I never, but I'm like, you know, Clint Emerson, when you go to the spy museum and they've got a, he's basically enshrined. I'm like, I don't even want to know. Mm. Like, I just want to know that you'll answer if I call you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah. I might need something. Right. You need you need help burying a body. I'm your man. Yeah. yeah like no I keep telling it. people and they, they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, you, you want to do something about this border crisis? Let me just remind all you ranchers that cadaver dogs smell down to 12 feet. You know, and <laughs> yeah. you, your track, you might dig a hole that's 15. I don't know. People look at me like, oh, my God, is he crazy? Yes, absolutely. But yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, there's some there's some crazy and the world's getting more and more violent. Yeah, I think just so. People are exposed yeah. to it, I think. 
Yeah, especially lately. Have you seen some of this airline airline fighting going on? Dude, like, it's insane. It's the, uh, yeah, it's maybe by first class. Maybe go first. I haven't seen any fights in first <laughs> yeah. class yet. No, that's because they're not <clears throat> mandating the masks in first class. <laughs> no, these people are going, I mean, they're pulling weaves out and, you know, like fake fingernails embedded in people's skin. It's stupid. Uh, let's go, Brandon. But the, uh, <laughs> I, I saw grown men fighting Halloween night uh, in a neighborhood. I'm like, what is going on here? Was it Jason versus Freddy? No, no they weren't even in costume. They were, oh, well, they were dressed up like drunk dads. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, but I mean, Halloween night, I see these two guys going at it. And, and then you got people trying to break it up. I'm like, it's a melee. This is crazy stuff. The podcast that I love, and like, I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, there's some that like, if I'm traveling somewhere, I just plug them in, drive time, or on an airplane or whatever. Yours yeah. I listen to. Uh, can you survive this podcast? Yes. Great concept, great guests, Glad great you know. ideas. Did you come up with that concept? No, no. And you, but I you wish. thrust them into scenarios. Yeah. So the podcast had actually been around. There was another seal that hosted it the first season. Okay. Um, and then, you know, somehow they, they came around and said, hey, do you want to host, you know, the second season? I was like, sure. But now it's turned into an ongoing thing. And, um, yeah, the intent is, is how do you get people in a creative way to kind of think about different scenarios that they could find themselves in? Yeah. And no better way than do it in an entertaining kind of podcast format that throws them into being victims forcing the 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 vic what i call a guest is the victim yeah forcing them to kind of do this decision tree of uh you know obstacles that are actually just questions yeah uh, but then they get to kind of choose their own path and either they survive the podcast or they don't but the beauty really is in the goal is that the listeners kind of get to learn uh these different you know procedures if you will to right. survive and uh that's really the the fun part and the i could pass the lightning around at the very beginning like, oh, like yeah, i was yeah, referring yeah. to earlier you know yeah. hamburger or pizza pizza you know like that <laughs> I, like i i know you know i can do that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. then you'll start throwing but the great thing about it is you'll have you know guys on who are operators and you'll throw some terminology around and the average listener will be like what the but you explain it yeah like you talk about to. what that is and and you kind of i love that because you educate the listener yeah there's a lot of gargon yeah, yeah. That, that comes up no doubt about it especially uh special operation guys they, they throw that stuff around and forget yeah. so but yeah i enjoy that part too because it serves as a refresher for me you know yeah. and the longer you're out the less you know but mm. by getting in conversations on a regular basis kind of keeps you in the know and keeps right. you you know your brain at least a little bit on fire uh which is rare for me i'm always fascinated by you dudes man and when i say you dude you know who i'm talking about like like i i'm always so thankful the more i spend time with people who who have done shit been in the shit seen the shit you know wanted the shit ran towards the shit while others were running away from the shit <laughs> yeah uh there's a lot of shit out there <laughs> that's a, that's very there's stinky. a i like i'm just more thankful like that somebody's willing to do that shit you know what I'm saying? Like, like, so like for me, it takes on a whole, the whole thank you for your service, which sounds like an empty thing. Like to me, it takes on a whole other deal. Like, I, like when I was 18 years old, I didn't want to go do that. Like that yeah. was not like my drive in life. And I'm thankful that somebody did and, and that people were good at it. Right. And the best at it. And I, like I was talking, I was on the show the other day. I did uh, Jack Carr, our friend, Jack Carr, uh, seal sniper. And he was talking about, he got on TikTok. We were laughing about TikTok. His video got taken down when he was at the range shooting steel. 
Hmm. And so he was, he was like, you know, gun right out of the box, uh, shot 50, 75, and 100 yards. And I'm like, dude, like, do you get nervous? Like, when the camera's on and like, okay, I'm, I'm a badass. Mm-hmm. You just took this gun out of the box. The, the cameras are rolling. And like, he did that we, like five times. I'm like, come on. He's like, yeah, you know, pretty much kind of goes right into, you know, I've done this before. And I'm like, but is it? Like, is yeah. it? So, like, with, with your deal, we got to go to a break here in a second. But, like, with your deal, like, how much repetition goes into, like, the things you do on video, the things you write about? There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I, I try to be the one take wonder, like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, who wants to sit there and do this stuff over and over again on a camera? But, you know, there's definitely times where, I'm critical. Right. If you go back and watch it, and I still am, and now I just play it, whatever. I just post it. But there's plenty. Like when you do stuff in super slow mo, we're talking 1500 frames a second type right. cameras, it shows every single flaw, even if you're doing it right. Yeah. You just can't avoid that part. And so when I post those, oh yeah, I get I get hammered. Yeah. Like my finger's not like exactly in the right place people want my finger to be. Or That's my a, stance is a little off compared to what they think my stance should be. And people come at you with that. Oh yeah. That's yeah. like though I never post pictures of how I cook my steak <laughs> or barbecue or anything like yeah. that. Because there's always the other uh, guys yeah. like, okay, man, you don't have enough smoke on that. Right. Oh my gosh. We're gonna take a quick break and come back. But hey uh, how did you choose which internet service provider to use? The sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions they serve. They use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers. Data caps, streaming throttles, the list goes on and on. But worst of all, many ISPs log your internet activity and sell that data to other big tech companies or advertisers. To prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all of my devices with ExpressVPN. So what is it? What's ExpressVPN? It's your simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all your network data and funnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see any of your activity. Just think about how much of your life is on the internet. That list of people that you've messaged, sites you've visited, you know what I'm talking about, and videos you've watched get tracked by tech giants who could sell your information for profit. That's why you gotta use ExpressVPN as the best way to hide your online activity of your ISP. Just download the app, tap one button, and uh, it's on your device and you're protected. ExpressVPN does all this without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated number one VPN by CNET and The Verge. So stop handing over your personal information, folks. I want you to go to expressvpn.com. It's the only one I trust. Expressvpn.com slash watch Chad to get three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash watch Chad right now and learn more. Be right back. The place to go is clintemerson.com. You get the books, you can find the show, the podcast, as well as the videos, all kind of stuff. You can follow him at 100, that is 100, Deadly Skills on Instagram. That's my favorite place to follow. Uh, and uh, it's good stuff. I mean, it's good stuff. You, whoever's doing all the stuff, the producing the videos, and solid. Like, it's great. Everything, that's the thing I appreciate you about when you're putting the books out as well as the videos. It's like it's done with excellence. So good job on that. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's no, entertaining it's, stuff. I didn't want to, when you go to the shelf and you, if anybody goes to bookstores anymore, yeah. <laughs> which nobody does. But. I need to go and see if mine's on the shelf. They tell me it is. I don't know. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. And uh, 
you look at all the fighting books or you look at survival books, you know, there, it's a lot of rhetoric. It's a right. lot of, it's a lot of words of, and information that most people either, well, they won't retain it or it's not interesting. So the goal with most of my projects is use the least amount of words to say the most yeah. and then fill the rest in with illustrations, <laughs> yeah. right? Because we all love illustrations, yeah. how to exploded, you know, yeah. type stuff. And you, you just can't go wrong with that. And so I try to keep everything in that theme um i think and, i told you before that yeah. like the the illustrations you have like the cartoons with the captions on there and stuff and yeah. like I, I always read things on my phone or an ipad and and uh i would have to take screenshots and then go to the picture and blow it up so i could see the detail that's oh, in yeah, the pictures yeah. and the captions it's hilarious dude <laughs> yeah it, but it's, it's just really really good i appreciate it man. um the uh but you know I, I referenced it earlier but i mean you've got an exhibit in the spy museum or, or did yeah is that an ongoing thing no the it's yeah is it's it come a, and go uh, kind of no it's in there until i guess they decide i'm not cool <laughs> it's anymore so cool dude yeah, yeah. like they got a latex mask and like like how legit is that it's like when not, you're putting yeah. masks on you're up to no good you are you're getting uh what we call danger close to the target when you're putting on a disguise or having to use disguise how accurate is that stuff like the like the late the masks and stuff like that. Is it just passable? Like you got to throw a hoodie on. It, it, it uh, so there's there's ranges. I would say there's animated and non animated. Right. An animated mask allows if you know the language, right? And so when your face moves, it moves, yeah. right? Um, we're non animated. It really is from me to you, and we're not going to be doing any talking, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so there's different levels and how they build them is amazing. Crazy. In fact, the guy who built on mine um, is now out. He was, you know, he, he was building masks for 40 plus years. Right. Um, heck, he'd be a great one to have on the show. That would be badass. You'd wanna, yeah. yeah, you need to connect. But uh, he's, yeah, he, he But would is... it be him or would it be Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah, you never Underneath know. Underneath the latex, we don't yeah, know. You never know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, he's a... He, he is they're artists the people that sure. work in those shops are you know the only place in the government where you'll find purple hair and mohawks and yeah. nose piercings they are all very artsy and very good at what they do and it's a it's an honor to be uh in the spy museum as well that that was something that i didn't know was going to happen and kind of came around i was like wow that's pretty cool yeah yeah I dude, it's so fascinating. And I mean, people are obviously they get caught up in in the novel fiction. I like to read guys like we mentioned Jack Carr yeah. uh, and Brad Thor. Those guys, and of course, Brad Thor. He's just an author. Like he he he's gone to some pretty cool places because he writes about it. Been with some pretty cool people because he writes about them. But he's never done it, right? right? Yeah. But I, but I still I learn things like I call it faction, and I learned that from Glenn Beck. You know, he says not fiction is faction. You learn things from guys like that. But how far? How far is the fiction from the truth? You know, in some of the stuff that I've been involved in, Hollywood couldn't even come close to really? the creativity or the amount of uh, just insanity that comes with some of the stuff that's out there. And that, that goes on every single day right now, you know, as we speak. Yeah. yeah there, I, you know, I think Jack, with his books, he's doing a good job bringing kind of some of that stuff to light. And... Uh, the capabilities of of a, of a single man mm -hmm. um and a lot of those capabilities reside in special operators which is that's what's great about his books because that's real you know that's fact yeah. um even though it's in a fiction book um 
but yeah, overall, I would say that we would, I think most people would be a hundred percent surprised with yeah. some of the stuff that goes on that, like I said, the creativity of Hollywood won't even be able to match it. I, I always encourage people to read, write kind of crazy just to get to the chapter about the goat. <laughs> just just like like yeah. that and i'm not gonna give it away because you need to read the book yeah it's gonna tell clint's story and uh just because you do have to have the right kind of crazy right yeah of course like, I, like in this book i'm just, i'm making fun of stupidity yeah you there is a right kind of just a little bit off yeah to yeah do we, the job. we joke about it that you know most uh you know the special operations community is made up of guys that would either be in jail yeah. Or, you know, or heroes. Yeah. It's just a matter of picking the, the right side of the line. It's and... like, look, Dexter, you can keep killing animals in the <laughs> yeah. woods, or you can go out there and find serial killers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you're either a serial killer or you're a special operator. They're kind of yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's, but it, well, you read the book and you get into the psyche a little bit, just the mental twistings yeah. that, that, that make guys like you what you are, which to me, is, and just quick, just talk about this, like, this is why this whole let's make biological females into males and biological males compete with women. And like, that's where I see like you, you, like, you can't fake this shit. Like yeah. there's something there's there like, just to do the job that you've done. You can't just send somebody in there that's got some kind of a dysphoria going on. And I'm not putting you on the spot to politicize no, that, yeah, but, no. but just you can't like there's just something that's there. And, and at what point do we come back to reality and say, look, Certain people can do certain jobs, certain people can't. That's right. It's that simple. Yeah. It really is. And the selection prop. And I say that as a dude. I can't do it. Yeah. yeah I don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean, you. there is no make or model yeah. of a special operator. In the selection courses, you know, the Army has several. We have several selections. And those processes work. And they work for a reason, you mm -hmm. know. Being cold, wet, and sandy and miserable for six months just isn't everybody's cup of tea or the finish line isn't that valuable to them, mm -hmm. you know? And it takes a lot of passion, mental capability, yeah. and physical capability. And if you've got all three with, you know, passion being the biggest one, you've got to really want it. And most people just don't want it that bad, and that's why the attrition rate is where it's at. But the selections work, regardless of your gender, right? They, yeah. they, do, the, they do what they're supposed to do, and they put the right people in the job. And so... You know, and it all goes back, I think, McRaven or whoever coined it. You cannot mass produce special operators. Right. You just can't. So people try to, you know, poli the, the politicians of the world want to try and how, how do we get more Navy SEALs, more right. Green Berets, more Rangers? More, you know, there's just no way to do it in a timely manner. You, you have to take the time yeah. and push people through a weed out process. And then the ones who deserve it will come out on the back end awesome yeah well i i'm glad guys like you exist and i'm glad i have your phone number more than anything <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there's a few guys out there that i really appreciate you and uh, just i could list names i won't but yeah. uh just dudes that when i text they text back we got to go out though we got to go hang out i need to i need some james bond shit going on yeah let's do it anytime man <laughs> you know we're, we're right down the street from <laughs> each know. other know, it's kind of crazy not to yeah, i mean you're, you're crisscrossing the country i'm crisscrossing the country at some point in time we should collide yeah uh clintemerson.com get everything clint's done everything not to mention <laughs> the merch at violentnomad.com uh, but you can even go to there from yeah, yeah it's all it's all yeah. through one website yeah yep. cool merch and uh, all kind of gadgetry like this is the reason i learned this dude is the reason i learned to pick locks because just you're i went i bought a lock pick set yeah and 
fiddled with that crap till I could figure it out. <laughs> Still not good at it. No, yeah, it's uh, you're gonna hear me coming in, yeah, but well, yeah, that's all right. Clintemerson.com, yeah. all all kind of good stuff over there. You're gonna have fun with that and uh, get the books, every single one of them. Read them, devour them, learn them, own them. Hey, the Social Security Administration's computer servers are 45 years old. Computer servers at Health and Human Services are 50. That's how cyber criminals uh, hack the U.S. Census Bureau computers where everything about you is stored. It's because they got a bunch of old crap in there. The, the threat of a cyber thief uh, stealing your credit card, it's not your biggest risk. The massive risk is that he takes over ownership of your home. It's called home title theft. The FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber criminals hack into vulnerable government bank or mortgage company servers where copies of your home's title is stored, forges your signature stating you sold your home to him. Then he borrows on your home, leaves you in debt. You're not going to know it till the debt collectors start showing up. Protect your most valuable asset. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address. They'll tell you if you're already a victim. Use promo code RADIO. They'll give you 30 free days of protection. Again, HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You know, every day I walk off the set of this show and I say to myself, self, there's absolutely no way that there will be yet another example of bizarre and unyielding hedonism force fed into the youthful constituency that dots our amber fields of grain by the millions. Absolutely no way. I say to myself that the leftist fetishization of everything you could think of and some things you can't will be on display yet again tomorrow. Yet here we are. And I once again come to you with a sinking sensation of doom in my stomach because it's not enough for them to just ruin every other institution. They have to go for the kids. Y'all know that bugs me. They go for the kids. Legend has it that Nero fiddled while Rome burned. I can only imagine what our illustrious emperor is, that he's just drooling while our country does the same thing today. A young man in Missouri, we've talked about this, a young man in Missouri was recently crowned homecoming queen. Yeah, I said it. And not just any young man, mind you, this was a TikTok influencer by the name of Zachary Wilmore, who's made quite a name doing videos of himself dressed in provocative women's clothing, some of which has gotten him into trouble at school. Now, I don't know why it's gotten him in trouble at a school where the ultimate result of him dressing this way is winning homecoming queen, but perhaps my understanding is limited by the tightness of my cowboy hat or the fact that I've never been a big fan of double standards. Now, as I've said over and over on this show, it is so vitally important that when things like this crop up, we look at the real reason it's happening. If Dorothy had never gotten the chance to look behind the curtain, she would have never figured out that the Wizard of Oz was a sham. Now, we have to have that same level of skepticism. If it doesn't take a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiratorial lunatic to figure out that the leftist hand doesn't want the rightest hand to know what it's doing, although I will say maybe a tinfoil cowboy hat isn't such a bad idea, you know what I'm talking about? It could be a good look. Anyway, here's the thing. I said it before and I'll say it again. Public education is increasingly a series of deadly traps. One minute you're walking through the jungle smoking cigarettes with your buddies and coming up with new ways to hate Vietnam, and the next minute uh, you and the tree behind you are being aerated with a big-ass spiked booby trap. This is how you have to think, folks, about these places. And because of that, you can maybe do nothing better in life than pull your kid out of public school. Yeah, I said it. Doing that might be difficult. But if you can, you should. We've reached the point where it's no longer just a good idea. It's imperative. 
And listen, I understand that in some cases you simply can't. And I want to talk specifically to you for a moment, okay? Now listen to me. Maybe where there absolutely is no way whatsoever to get your kid out of public school right now. I know there's some of you out there. The key word there is right now. You need to shift your focus towards trying to find a way to make it happen. And in the meantime, the best way to fight bad information is with good information. Now, maybe take an extra bit of time out of your days to talk to your kids about things like boys becoming homecoming queen. I mean, I don't need to define for you for the hundredth time what's wrong with that concept now, do I? I don't need to lay out for you the left's plan to undermine every single value that you hold dear. And I surely don't need to tell you that they're not going to stop right here. This is a war of ideas and we have to win it, period. End of story. So talk to your kids. They're not going to want to listen to you at first. You're a parent, and that makes you uncool. Deal with that. Now, plow on through it and get to the heart of these issues. Plant seeds of morality in your kids' hearts so that someday, if I'm really damn lucky, I can talk to myself about other things after each show. Do it for me, please. If you won't do it for me, at least do it for your kids. We had Clint Emerson in here, the epitome of masculinity. I mean, this dude, the epitome, and yet we're creating a generation of boys that are wanting to become homecoming queens. I, I, like, I know that that is a small statistic. It's a small percentage. But to continually normalize it, where would our country be today if, let's say, you know, Aaron Berg, Alexander Hamilton, or James Madison just decided they wanted to, you know, and, and look, maybe they got their freak on. I don't know. But there were further aspirations of great leadership and complex critical thinking and freedom that was on their minds and not, you know, whether or not they're dress was going to be ankle or knee length folks these are some serious issues we're dealing with and we're going down a very deep staircase spiraling into hell uh give your kids a sense of identity if they don't have identity they'll not, they'll not know where they're going they're not going to have a sense of destiny and they'll never have a legacy to leave behind you've heard me say that a thousand times the reason people are so offended by everything these days in this woke culture is because they don't know who they are. They don't have a sense of identity. That's why the biggest issues that we're talking about are things like gender uh, and pronoun and misclassifications because they don't know who they are. You get on there and there are all these different things. I'm this, 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 and this, and this, and this. You don't have to list those things off if you have a sense of identity. Parents, that starts with you. The school system's not going to do it. It's taking it away. So I'm encouraging you folks, do what you've got to do to make this trend end. Let's give our kids a sense of identity. Woo, let me get that off my chest. I think I just did. Chris, <laughs> give me a further example with a big old beautiful TikTok video. I want to see You got it. it. Do it. Hi, everybody. Dear God. I have a question. What is a woman? It should be a very simple question to answer. What is a woman? Until that can be answered... How could we have a discussion about trans issues, biological women issues, things like that? Can anybody just give a definition of what a woman is? That's it. It ain't that. It ain't that. Like, it ain't that. I think I met that lady in my school cafeteria. Uh, wow. Like, what, what was on her forehead? Like, is that a bruise? And I'm not even going to talk about the mole, mole, mole. Mole, is that not the definition of a woman? I don't, I don't think it is, because again, I've I've said this over and over again. You guys have heard me say it. Like just because you got breast augmentation or you learned where to tuck your penis in a dress, that doesn't make you a woman. That is not the definition of woman, because to do that means you're only objectifying the physicality of being a female. That is not 
what a woman is made up of. Uh, I have I have uh, friends that have or have had big bosoms. I have friends that have no boobs at all. Neither of that determines whether or not they're a woman. None of that. Because that's not how we think. That's not, what, that's not the essence of femininity. That's not the essence of womanhood. And you know what? I know biological women who grow better beards than that. That doesn't make them any less of a woman. So this idea that we're continually having to re-identify ourselves based on genitalia, or how you feel inside subjectively. And you change whenever the wind determines another direction to blow. Like folks, we gotta, this, this is what I'm saying. Learn your identity, learn who you are, learn who you are. And I don't know how many times I could say that I, I truly believe, and I'll die on this hill, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That we are made in the image of God. He made us, male and female. And I understand there is a plethora of dysphorias and confusions that are out there. But when we continue to hammer this into the heads of our kids, you're saying, but we have to make our kids more accepting. I'm not telling you to be a judgmental prick. I'm saying that it's being crammed down our throats and our kids are absorbing this. Whatever you allow access into your heart and mind. It's that which you'll become. If you learn to normalize insanity, then you're going to live in an insane world, and the craziness is going to be something that you just accept rather than reject. You're going to be told that you're narrow-minded. You're going to be told that you're bigoted. You're going to told, you'd be told that you're unaccepting, that you're judgmental, that you're not like Jesus because he's just said, you know, judge not lest you be judged. And that's their favorite verse without any sense of context or having any clue what that's talking about. You're going to be called all kinds of names. But let me tell you something. That is what happens when we classify crazy and make it normal. And by the way, when they call you those things, it's not going to affect you. You know why? Because you know who you really are. You have that sense of identity. You know your personhood. It's etched in you. It's, it's written in your soul, built on convictions and a strong foundation that will never waver. So let them call you the names. But at the same time, we have to use our voice to call out the crazy and say, no, kids, this is not right. This is not right. Call me judgmental if you will. But folks, I believe my worldview outlasts yours. We'll see how it turns out. We'll be right back. Boy, oh boy. Thanks for listening to me rant and rave. And a special thanks to my buddy Clint Emerson for coming on. Uh, ClintEmerson.com. Check out all of his stuff. I'm serious when I say it. I've read every book, and uh, hey, it's really good stuff. His videos are incredible as well. Podcasts are a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of podcasts, go to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. That's all we'll accept. And give us a great review. Ed Montana 406. Five stars isn't, an, isn't enough. I, I tend to agree. Thank you for being a voice of reason in this crazy time. Watching the news makes me think I'm going crazy. Speaking of which, I can't wait to start reading your book when it gets here. Well, you can get a copy of it uh, at watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. Thank you, Ed Montana. I, I appreciate that uh, big old shout out. Thanks for the support. Thanks for getting the book. And uh, I don't know, man. You know, uh, we're heading into these holiday seasons. I'm excited about it, actually. I'm excited about, you know, just enjoying some of the, the real stuff that we should be celebrating and 
Maybe taking a little break. I don't know. Might even take a little vacation. I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I know how to do that, Mark. I don't know. But uh, it might even be big things coming up. Might be changing the set around a little bit. You never know. And uh, might even let Party Foul Steve come back from time to time. I don't know. You hear that dude say the other day, I needed help. I was like, I might need help, but not from you. <laughs> Party Foul. Anyway, watchchat.com, praythor2022.com. We can use your donations. Trust me. And uh, just know that I love y'all. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow night for a big old hump day Wednesday. Talk to you then. Bye.